0: We're back. This is the first Warriors Weekly of the new season. Rugby returns in just four days.
1: The latest
0: from Scottston,
1: This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to a new season of Warriors Weekly. My name's Jeremy Bone, and I'm delighted to say that joining me on Warriors Weekly this season once again is Adam Ash. Hi Ash, how you doing? I'm
1: good, thanks. I'm glad to be invited back for a second year.
0: It's exciting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. It's exciting. Uh, I enjoyed doing this last year and um, I think a lot of the players enjoyed coming on as well. So it's good to be back for for a second year, I think... Um, a lot of the media work is now probably going towards all the podcasting type stuff, so uh, as long as the supporters are enjoying it and are uh, happy to have me back, then I'm good to be here. Now, we have to just say thank you to Jack uh, Reid, who's obviously left us. Uh, we we'll have to just touch on that. He's uh, done a lot of hard work putting this together, so... Yeah, I'm going to miss Jack. Um miss Big Jack. So, yeah, we wish him all the best in his new job. Um, yeah, he was great to have around for the few years he was here, but... Um, he's obviously left us. So maybe yeah. we'll get him on. And, and we'll so, get, him on. We'll, some we'll some get him on for a guest at yeah. some point. That that would be brilliant. So Jack, if you're listening, get yourself prepared for a phone call. <laughs> How was your summer break,
0: actually? Cause it was a, a little bit longer than normal, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was, it was nice to get a six week break. So normally we only get sort of three or four weeks. Um, so it was really nice to get a bit extended time. Um, what did I get up to? Um, it's pretty much as soon as the, the season finished, um, Jamie Batty Ollie Kebo and myself shot off to uh, Bermuda for three days a on a, I know it was it was, a, it was a tough trip for us it was a no we were lucky enough to get invited out on a it was a sort of a charity trip I guess you could call it um a guy out in Bermuda called Gareth Noakes, there's a whole load of stuff going over there in Bermuda to do with rugby, but um, he runs a charity called uh, Beyond Bermuda Rugby, which is um, essentially um, for the the local kids and stuff in Bermuda, they use rugby to... um, you know, introduce them to the different values and to give them opportunities that they they wouldn't normally get. So, we were over there um, for a few days, uh, raising some money and and trying to raise the the profile of the charity, which was fantastic. There was I think there was another sixteen or seventeen professional rugby players from around the it's UK. Um, so good to bump into a few of the lads that we normally see on the pitch and get to know know them a little bit better Um, and then went to we then went on to New York from there uh, for a few days to watch the AJ fight the fight where he got beat so it was pretty cool to see that Uh, then came back home went to Dubai with my fiance for a week which was lovely Um, and then from there on pretty much chilled uh, for the rest of the time got out and about done a bit of training uh, was out on the hills doing a bit of hill walking, enjoyed that. Um, and then I had to get a little bit of minor surgery towards the the end of the the six weeks. For anybody that uh, wants to you know, going go into it, any detail, can, can ask. <laughs> well, I to be honest. We spoke about it last year on the podcast. Oh, okay. I had a, a small uh, issue in my, my lower back that um, we kind of got a temporal fix done on it in it, sort of three quarters of the way through the season last year, but. Of course we had to go in for the big op. Um so that's that all fixed. Uh I'm doing V sits, um I'm doing all sorts of exercises in the gym that I never used to be able to do. So well, it's uh, it's good to have that fixed. I missed the, the first couple of weeks of pre season with that. Um but yeah, back to, to full fitness now and But you weren't complaining missing a few weeks of pre season. Yes, yeah, not the end of the world I guess. Uh, I I guess the thing was that I had to make sure with that kind of extended time. So it ended up being eight weeks of Pretty much no exercise So I had to make sure That when I was off I was Ticking over And and training So One of my mates Has got a a gym Just uh, Down at the Pretty much Underneath the Kingston Bridge Um, So I was down there Sort of two Three times a week It's like CrossFit type stuff So he was beasting me, so uh, by the time I, I got back into training uh, pre-season here, I was feeling pretty fresh and fit, so yeah, it worked out okay. So it sounds like you've had a really busy summer.
0: Um, how long did you actually have off, because what, what's the sort of normal length of summer
1: holiday, if you like, compared yeah. to this year? Um, normally, to be honest, for the last couple of seasons it worked out, what we would do is we would get sort of three weeks off, and then we would come back in, we'd train for three weeks, and then we'd have a week off, would then train for three weeks and would have a week off. So it always worked out roughly about five or six weeks in total, but it would be a bit more broken up. Um but I think this season and particularly or the last season, I think one, the coaches really realized how long the season actually is over here. And uh, they probably wanted to get back to New Zealand to see their families as well for for a bit of extended time. So um yeah we have done it differently. Uh we all had sort of um fitness targets and and goals that we had to hit uh, coming back in. So what was really interesting to see is I think a lot of the guys were obviously pleased to get that time off. So what they end up doing is looking after themselves and training pretty hard. So I think the majority of the guys that came back in all hit their their fitness scores that they had to. So the coaches were pleased. Um, They managed to get a good holiday. Players managed to get some good time off. So, I mean, if we can do it that way, excellent. Um, You know, I think we're potentially we might have had a problem was if players were to come back in and and not be hitting those targets, but um, everyone was good and and well-behaved and and trained hard. So yeah, it worked out for everyone. What kind of tests did you have to do when you came back in? Uh, The main one is the Bronco test, which is pretty common in rugby. So you start on the try line um, you run out to the 20 or 22-metre line back. Um, No, wait, sorry. It's 20 metres back Forty meters back, and then sixty meters back, and you do that five times, um, and then you just basically get a, a total time, and um, that's how you get graded. So we've got pretty so tough standards. A bit like
0: a bleep test,
1: sort of uh, Not, not. I would say it's shorter than a bleep test, um, and it's probably not as painful as a bleep test. In all honesty, uh, we used to do the bleep test back in the day, or the yo-yo. Um, and i'm glad we've got away from that now the bronco it doesn't the Broncos, the kind of thing that you could do on a monday and you could still train as a team for the rest of the week so it's a bit more i don't know what the word is like it, it sort of fits into the way of our training a bit more i think if you're to do a yo-yo test it's going to ruin you for probably three or four days um so yeah the, the boys all hit their times um some guys even came back in and hit pbs which was pretty amazing Um, I wasn't one of them but uh, I'm working away (laughs) Good and we're obviously
0: coming to the end of pre-season now we play Ulster in Belfast in four days which is incredible what have you been doing over pre-season what have you been working on
1: this year? Um, A lot of of similar stuff to to previous years to be honest with you I think having a shorter pre-season we've pretty much been straight into it Um, So we obviously got pushed pretty hard in the first uh, three or four weeks. But the good thing was that we got a lot of rugby involvement in there. So, you know, we didn't really see ourselves doing too much fitness or or hard work that didn't involve a rugby ball, which was nice. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we sort of, I can remember, we'd get to normally on a Friday afternoon once would, because the the S&C coaches basically, they watch the exact amount of running that we're doing, the high-speed running and the accelerations and all the rest of it. And then when we get to a certain point, that's when we'll stop and then we'll go off feet. So uh, what what the S&C staff had organised for every Friday afternoon was a tour to Glasgow. So what that involved was they basically split us up into four groups and we stay in these groups right through the season for any competitive little games that we might do in training. Um and the Tour de Glasgow that involved was you'd have like a, a walk bike, um, a, a ski erg, a rower, um, an assault bike. And you'd basically just get like two guys on each of the machines and you'd have to hit a target. And it'd be a race to get through it as quickly as possible. So those sessions were, were pretty grueling. But um, yeah. We, a we, we put
0: the, a video out actually. Uh, that was one, a, of one of them, yeah. That was it. It was a good yeah.
1: video kicking about. So it was a, that exact kind of thing. Um it was a nice Friday finisher. But in terms of on-the-field stuff, um, you know, it was it was nice to get into some of our kind of rugby stuff and face shape work quite early on. So, uh, for the last pretty much four weeks now, we've been uh, doing a lot of that stuff, you know, gearing up to the games. Obviously, being a shorter pre-season, we've not got the sort of extended period to maybe just work solely on fitness. So, we've had to merge a lot of the rugby stuff along with uh, the fitness work. So, um, yeah, we, we're just working at improving our game, I think. The game's changing every year. You know, you you end up learning so much through the season of a rugby, whether that being trying stuff out yourself or seeing something different than other teams are doing. So, um, you know, we're always always trying to evolve. So there's some new things coming in, but I think the gist of the game that we're trying to play is is still similar to that of the last couple of years. So. Um, you know, for the new guys coming in, there's a lot to learn, but I guess for guys that have been here, maybe a little bit less. So it's just about getting everybody up to speed. Um, and obviously, first game coming up this weekend, we've had a couple of little internal hit outs which have been good fun. Um, you always get pretty feisty, those matches, but we, uh, <laughs> we've got Ulster this, this weekend. So I think the boys are looking forward to getting out there and, and playing a game against somebody that's not your own teammates. Now, you
0: mentioned some of the new guys coming in. Slightly different group just now because there's obviously a lot of players away on international duty. You've got some sevens guys, some young guys. What's that been like?
1: Yeah, it's been good. So we've obviously had a a smaller pool of professional players given the fact that a lot of the boys are away in the World Cup training camp. So uh, we've had a group of, I think it's roughly about eight to 10 stage three academy players that have been in training with us. Who, who have done brilliantly. Um, we've also had, I don't know the exact number, but there's probably six or seven of the Sevens players that have been in with us as well. A few old faces, uh, Sean Kennedy, Glenn Bryce, uh, guys that I used to run about with uh, when I was a youngster. So good it's to good see having them. having them back. It's good to have them back in. Uh, good fun. Um, experienced players as well, obviously both being at Edinburgh and um, Sean's played Sevens and, and Glenn spent a bit of time recently on the Sevens programme. So, uh, good to have these guys back in and, um, you know, the thing about having them on board is, you know, they'll be looking to to get opportunities to show what they can do. Um, you know I know they enjoyed their time at this club previously and I'm sure they want to try and, well, Sean's obviously going to be here for the year, but um, guys like Glenn and, and other Sevens guys and the Academy guys all want to show what they can do. So um, hopefully in the in the pre-season games, some of these guys can get a, a little run out and hopefully put on a good performance for the coaches. And what are you expecting from Ulster this weekend? Um, I think what we've seen from Ulster in the last season was probably some some really direct play. Um, they've got a, they've got a really good forward pack uh, who well, their their team in general have got a, a fantastic defence. Uh, they'll try and fly up pretty quickly, and put you under pressure a lot. So I think one of the big things for us is probably going to be trying to get go forward and attack. Um, you know, playing against guys like Ulster, that's a pivotal part of the game. Um, in terms of how they'll attack us, I think what we'll probably see is uh, a lot of forward play um, and and potentially some... They've got a pretty strong kicking game and also uh, some pretty strong, powerful backs. So it's, they're a team that's got a bit of everything, to be honest with you. Um, but we, we showed up pretty well against them last season, so um i think it's going to be a good a good match for us and and then obviously for us to be at home the next weekend against them is going to be exciting as well so uh yeah it's always an interesting one first game of the season you never know where another team is going to be um and to be honest you never know where you're going to be until you get out there so um i think everybody's looking forward to it and and hopefully we can get off to a good start and get a get a good win now we'll come back to
0: Ulster in a minute. Um, we're recording this on Monday night, so we don't know the Rugby World Cup squad, so we can't talk about that. Um, we'll maybe touch on that next week. Uh, but great news today, that uh, Ollie Kebbles signed a new contract, so he's here for the next three years. We're going to hear from him shortly. He spoke to the media earlier, but firstly, what, what are your thoughts about that?
1: Oh, the big man's a legend. Glad to have him on board um yeah he's been a big part of the club since he came in um fantastic player one of the biggest men i've ever seen <laughs> he's uh no, he's just he's just like a, a really good guy uh a lot of the boys really got on well with him um you know he enjoys uh occasionally taking the boys out for some nice uh food and and some red wine that is uh some of his some of his delicacies he uh yeah, he enjoys a nice meal, put it that way. Some of the restaurants he's taken me to over the last couple of years have been bloody some of the best I've eaten at. So, uh, no, it's it's great to have him on board and, and he's a good friend of mine in this squad. So I think there's, there's some seriously big things for him to come in the future. Um, you know, he's still a, a relatively young prop and uh, I think he's got a lot more to give and a lot more to to develop and, and give to the game. So, yeah, it's exciting news Um and great to see him and Olivia staying here for the future. And here's what Ollie said to the media earlier today. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.
2: Uh, I think there's tough competition. We've signed a couple of young guys now, and uh, I'd like—I always see myself as best in my position, but at the same time there's great competition as well you've got to see yourself you've always got to back yourself but uh, yeah there's great competition this club so far
0: Yeah, and, w- and what is it about Glasgow that's kind of, you know, made, you- made you want to make this early decision to stay you
2: know, uh, so- well it's a combination of a number of things I'd say first of all it's one of the best team environments I've been a part of uh, coaching setups unbelievable and uh, we're obviously doing really well in the league and challenging a lot in Europe so uh, from that point of view it was pretty easy to see. I wouldn't say the weather pushed me <laughs> just there. It's probably one of the only negatives. But apart from that, it's been good. My set piece players come on a lot, uh, but also from an attacking point of view, under the coaches Dave and uh, Jason and Harry, it's been. I've learnt a lot attacking-wise, defence as well. It's just a completely different game, I'd say. Set piece things. You know, for, so forget, it's a real power game, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's a bit more. It's a bit more technical. Is that what
1: you're seeing? I'd say definitely.
2: Is, I've learnt a lot more about the game as a whole. Uh, was set piece as well and uh, so South Africans have a lot of, of strong men with a lot of power but coming up here we had to learn sort of techniques hard more as well so.
1: The latest from Scotston Warriors Weekly Glasgow Warriors official podcast
0: So that was Ollie cable speaking to the media about his new contract we're here we're back Warriors Weekly for the new season I'm with Adam Ash Ashy. Ulster this weekend, we've talked a bit about that, and then the following weekend, Ulster come here, so we're going to be seeing a lot of Ulster over the next couple of weeks. What will it be like being back at Scottsdale, and uh, will the dynamics be a bit different playing the same team twice, back-to-back in pre-season?
1: Yeah, it uh, kind of reminds me of the the later stages of last season, we, we ended up playing them here twice within probably a few weeks, I think it was, so... Yeah, it's good to. It's going to be good to be back at Scotston. Uh, sitting here, looking out onto the pitch, and you can see the stands are um, being built up pretty quickly. So um, yeah, I can't wait to get back out there and uh, and hopefully see all the fans again. A lot of familiar faces that have been uh, off doing what they've been doing in the summer, and I'm sure uh, they're looking forward to getting back here. So yeah, it's going to it's going to be a good one. Um, an Ulster
0: in our conference this season uh, yeah, as Yeah, well. an Ulster
1: in our conference, so getting a, a couple of games against them is going to hopefully set us in good stead. And um, yeah, I guess we'll learn a little bit about how they're going to play for the season and and that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, I mean they're a team who I think has been developing a lot under Dan McFarland, who is a is a brilliant coach that we had here for a couple of seasons. So um, yeah, really exciting times, and um, I'm just I'm looking forward to getting back back out in Scottsdale and and seeing the place jumping again. And then after those two games, we're off to South Africa.
0: First game, Cheetahs and Bloemfontein. In fact, we're the first match of the season on that Friday night. A really tough opener.
1: Yeah, that will be a tough game. Always a a difficult place to go and win. Uh, We've had a pretty good record over there um, over the last uh, couple of years, but it's a place that's pretty high up. Uh, You're playing at altitude and uh, the cheetahs have been doing particularly well in their um, other competition, the Curry Cup. So uh, it's it's going to be a tough one. Uh, they'll they'll be pretty fresh out of that, and they'll have gel together as a team. So um, not going to be easy for us. But you know, hopefully after a a good couple of games, uh, pre-season games under our belt, and then a week off in between that, uh, we can get ourselves out to South Africa and and have a spring in our step. So. Yeah, it should be an exciting one and it's going to be, yeah, what a place to kick off the season.
0: Do you think it helps going out there at the start of the season? It's almost like an extension to pre-season, if you
1: like. Yeah, I think probably with the altitude, it's probably easier to get out there in the beginning of the season after you've uh, after your lungs are nice and puffed up after pre-season, but... Uh, there, there might be a little bit of a benefit uh, getting out there sort of midway through the season and getting a bit of sun. <laughs> so you can look at it both ways. But uh, yeah, it, it will be a challenge, that's for sure. And and I know that um, the, the last couple of years when the team have been out there, everybody's really enjoyed themselves. And uh, overall, we've had pretty good results out there. So hopefully same again. Perfect. We'll look ahead to that game over the next few weeks. So ju- just one last thing to...
0: Uh, to cover, of course, is our Heineken Champions Cup pool uh, that was
1: drawn over the summer. Exeter Chiefs, La Rochelle and Sale Sharks. That's a really exciting pool, isn't it? Yeah, really exciting pool. Um, I guess we've had a team in there. But we've got a team, Exeter, who we've played uh, more than a few times over the last four or five years. And it'll be Hoggy's homecoming as and, well. Uh, Hoggy will be there uh, as well playing. I've seen him... Uh, a couple of weekends ago through in Edinburgh and he was uh, chirping away at me about that, <laughs> so it'll be good to see him again um, Lara Shell, a team, when was the last time we played Lara Shell? I, mean, I don't think we have I don't think we have played them, so certainly not when I've been here, so uh, that's going to be exciting, I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of interest in rugby over that way and uh, they've got some fantastic players, so it's going to be a big challenge for us, and uh, Sale Sharks as well, you know, we've had I guess plenty of players that have, have went from Warriors down that way over the years. So I can remember, I think, uh, five or six years ago, maybe more than that, playing them in a pre-season game down there. Um, but that's the only time I've I've actually ever played against Sale. So and Byron's down there at the moment. Byron, yeah, a good friend of mine. It'll uh, be good to hopefully see him out there on the field. Um, but yeah, uh, there's never an easy game nowadays in Europe. So um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to get that competition kicked off for another year. Great, well thanks
0: for joining us on Warriors Weekly. Good luck this weekend against Ulster and thanks for listening to Warriors Weekly. We're back every Tuesday night at five o'clock so we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening, take care, bye-bye.
1: Warriors Weekly. Glasgow Warriors official podcast